listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, GarbageHillNetwork.com. coming everybody <laughs> all right um so for people unfamiliar with, with what this is uh which police radio is a podcast and umfm show that's been airing since 2012 uh we've done 200 and some episodes every week interviewing musicians and usually people tied in some way to the local music scene uh this is a little different first because it's live and because we're talking about music photography this week or this night i guess it's not yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> not the whole week um but we do have four people here and uh we want to talk to them about what they do. I mean, you probably, if you're here, you recognize at least one of them, and you're familiar with their work, but hopefully uh, people listening might be introduced to some, some new uh, photographers here. So uh, we're going to start by just kind of going down the table and getting each one of these people to introduce themselves and let us know, uh, first of all, I guess, uh, your name and how long you've been doing this. Okay. Okay. Hi, I'm Joey Semft, and uh, I've been shooting concerts for probably about 15 years. So longer than I like to admit, <laughs> but it's, it's been a lot of fun. Well, I think that you were the first concert photographer I really knew of because you were taking shows of all our shitty basement shows like <laughs> back in the late 90s and stuff. So All the grandpa's armies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's cool all that the high school yeah. bands. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool that you're still doing it, though. Like, I mean, that's, you know, because I think we'll probably get to this in, in the discussion, but I think a lot of people take photos of shows, but not a lot of people do it with any kind of seriousness. I mean, people will just pull out a disposable camera back then or a phone or yeah. <laughs> whatever. And, and that, yeah, so yeah, great. Thanks for yeah, thanks you coming. Guys, yeah, you right. guys were the start for it, for sure. Awesome. I'm yeah. glad we, were, we did something for someone. <laughs> uh, I am Dwayne Larson. I've been shooting <coughs> for probably 15 years or so. And I've been living in Winnipeg for eight of those years. Cool. That's about it. And you've been on the show before. Uh, yes, yeah. Before here, you're the, the only one who's actually been on the show as a guest, and you also contribute as an interviewer too, which is kind of cool. So yeah, we, we we spent some quality time in my basement. Right. It was we, good, we cuddled. <laughs> yeah. it, it was a fun time. Yeah. Cool. I'm Jen or Jenny Ramon. I've been shooting for like four years. It's very succinct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Travis Ross. I've been shooting for about eight years, and I would say I'm probably the least talented of everybody on the stage. Oh, come that's on now. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things that everyone's going to be modest and say that they're not yet. No, okay, yeah. I agree. He's, he's the worst one here. <laughs> I really am the worst one. Let's just not cut, let's cut the bullshit. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, I mean, uh, as I said, the show, usually we talk to musicians, and, and that's kind of the, the, the format, but uh, I've always felt that music, photos of live music are, are an essential part of just kind of my appreciation of of bands that I, that I enjoy, local or otherwise. So um, I don't know how other people feel about it. Like I said at the beginning, I mean, it seems like people with disposable cameras are now, you know, cell phones and Instagram and things like that. Everybody takes photos of shows. If, you're, if, if a big show comes to town, I feel like I turn on social media and 300 people have posted photos of the show. And 298 of those are horrible. <laughs> so I think kind of what I want to get from this, and I don't know what, what people in the audience are, are hoping to, uh, to, to learn from the four of you, but is what kind of makes a good concert photo and what kind of goes into, um, first of all, just, just the mechanics of shooting it, and, and also 
what makes those photos, like the ones you have on the walls here, what makes them stand out? And yeah, let's just start with that. I mean, what do you think is the difference? If, if, you, if the four of you had the same camera, just a shitty point, point and shoot camera, and 10 random people also had that camera, what do you do that makes it something that stands out over the group? Because anyone can hit click and have a photo, but there's something artistic to what all of you do. And what is that? How do you get that? I, I, I personally think it's a lot like um, for with musicians. I think it's the passion you put behind it and how far, I mean, all of us here have shot shows here like at the Handsome Daughter and other really small venues that you really, it really forces you to work hard to get that shot. If you're shooting big production stuff, it's easy. You just, you're like everybody else with the cell phone. You can get that shot because it's lit perfectly and production's great. Um, but for me, it's, it's, it's all about the passion and working hard to try to find that one phenomenal shot throughout a set. Okay. Is that, I mean, do the rest of you agree with that? I or? feel like it's a lot of, like, it's definitely the passion and everything like that, but it's definitely a lot of patience too, especially <laughs> with local bands because yeah. you kind of know where, like, they're going to jump or, like, a certain shot that, they, that they've done multiple times in their sets that you're kind of waiting for, and you're like, oh, I'm going to get this, this shot. Like, you're, you're just waiting for it, and, and it comes, and then it turns out awesome. Does that require, like, previous knowledge of the band and what they sound like and maybe having seen them before, or...? Uh, usually, like local local bands, because you see them multiple times, they kind of have sort of a same kind of vibe. And then other bands, like music music wise, uh, you're kind of ready for that certain drum tap okay. or something like that. Or if it's a Fat Records band, for the point where they're all jumping the air at the yeah. same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> I like to look up bands that I haven't seen before on the internet and see what's out there of their live shows, because then you kind of have like an idea of what to expect if they're going to jump or if they're going to be in the crowd or whatever. Is that as far as like live footage or just photos as well? Uh, mostly photos, yeah. Okay. For me, I think it's kind of an kind of encompassing what everybody's said. Like, if you're doing a big venue show, like something like the Bird, the MTS, whatever, like Dwayne gets the, the <laughs> pleasure of doing. It is a lot of. We can all get very similar shots because, well, it's beautiful. But I remember like one of the first shows I did was when they still had the lyrics performing at like Hi-Fi, and it was just the light in that building was god-awful you had nothing you had you did have to work for it. you had to take your time you had to wait but it is also the income sort of like spending time researching seeing what photos are out there okay. i'll watch videos from bands and get a feel for what it is they're doing be like okay if i've never worked with this band or i've never done anything it's like how do you get what they're about because so much of what somebody puts into their videos is a part of how they're presenting themselves and you want to make sure you're doing something that's gonna fall in line with that okay but also bring your own creative twist to it so are you more waiting for a specific moment that you know is going to happen, or is it just kind of spontaneous based on what they're doing at the time? I mean, like the thing with the Fat Records jumps, I mean, <laughs> something like that. Is it, are, do you go into the show knowing that, okay, at some point in this song, this is probably going to happen, or is it just, is it more kind of freestyle? I, I, I kind of play off bands, and I just kind of go with how, how the music's going. Um, like you said, there are bands out there, especially if you've listened to them your whole life, I mean, you know kind of what's going to happen. Like if you shoot, say, like Propagandi, yeah. you know you're not going to get a jump. If you do, well, you, you're going to get Todd jumping. But <laughs> you're, anybody else, if you, get, if you get any of those other guys, you know, jumping or going crazy, you've, you've probably got one of those once-in-a-lifetime kind of shots. Right. But it's, it, I, I just kind of go with the, the feel and what's happening and just that whole kind of thing. 
what, what's the difference then when you're shooting a band that you, I mean, if you get a last minute kind of opportunity to shoot a band you haven't heard before, is there a strategy for that or do you always have a chance to kind of look them up ahead of time? Um, for me, I go with my gut. Um, that's what got me started with it and that's what I'll trust. If, I've ne if I have no time to go see what a band's doing, it's just you're listening to their music, you're trying to find the energy they have going and you're going with what your instincts do. You've, we've all spent enough time doing this where we have pretty good instincts on what a band's gonna be looking for as right. far as something and what's gonna look good for them to show them those favorable lights. So that's my thought on it. What about you guys? Yeah, pretty much. We're kind of limited as as uh, like concert photographers. We get limited to usually three songs if it's a bigger venue. Okay. So that makes it a little tougher. So you do have to kind of think on your feet. Do you want to explain a little bit about how that works? Because I actually didn't realize that you have a limited time frame. Is, do they just let you in for 15 minutes or something? Or how, what's it the really depends on the venue and the band. Like uh, bigger shows like MTS Center, the Burt, the Garrick, those, all those venues pretty much you're set to three songs no no more than that or they'll or limit less. you or, or like okay. 10 minutes that's all so like zach wild less than that like janet jackson gave you 30 seconds yeah seriously 30 yeah. seconds yeah, 30 yeah. Seconds janet jackson you got 30 seconds and the pr person i didn't shoot it but i know the the guy that did and he got 30 seconds and he got the pr person was right there and they said go and they said stop that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> is it just because there's so many people trying to get photos, or are they just well, trying you to remember really those really ugly pictures of Beyonce? Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why. That's, okay. why. Okay. that's, 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 that's pretty much why. <laughs> no. they, so they, they know at a certain point of the show, Janet's gonna look all right. And then well, like, and I mean, she's an aging rock, pop star, so I mean, I think she's very protective of her image, and that's why they only want good photos going out. I didn't get to see the contract sometimes you have to sign contracts going into those shows too so some of them some contracts you can't um, you can't sell the images you can't put them up anywhere online um, some of them even have it you have to submit to their uh, management before they're approved for whatever publication you're shooting yeah. for too is that pretty much to stop the Beyonce thing from happening again I, I think <laughs> that yeah yeah. No, I, I really think that it actually has to do with the fact that normally if we're allowed three songs, we're behind a barricade. It's distracting to the artist and it's distracting to the audience. So it's just easier to just, here, you got these many songs, go, if you don't get anything too bad. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, especially like somebody like me. I, <laughs> yeah, the girls can get away with it a little bit easier. I'm a very, yeah, like I'm, I'm six foot eight, so... I'll be standing side by side with Joey at the front of a show, and <laughs> the person behind me is already pissed off. And the right. story's even started. I'm like, if you give me a song and a half, I'm out of your way. You have a front row seat. They're like, oh, okay. But <laughs> having us up there does impact the experience that somebody who's there and has paid to see this show is For having. Sure. So we have to be conscious and mindful of that. No, that, that makes sense, especially the height thing. <laughs> um, so what, what do you think is the purpose, then, uh, of what you do? I mean, obviously, in some cases, you're doing it because you've been hired to do it, and that's, that's, that's why you're doing it. But, I mean, do you think that a concert photo, do you think of it as just like a document of something that's happened, like kind of a photojournalism exercise, or do you think of it more as a piece of art? Or how, how does it, I guess, that's multiple questions in one, but how does it relate to the actual performance <laughs> itself? Like, do you think it enhances the show, or... I know that's like 15 questions, but. I think it kind of depends on the band. Some bands yeah. really play up to the f to the camera. And right, right. Some really don't like it. So some are right in your face, which is awesome. But And it, I think it depends on which bands too. Like if you're shooting a bigger production 
X artist rolls through the MTS center plays, they go away. That's great and wonderful and you get the big shots, but if you shoot like local bands, it really gives you um, a snapshot of a certain time and what the scene was like. Right. And I mean, Winnipeg's great because we've got a so super eclectic scene. Mm -hmm. We've got we've got hip hop, we've got punk, we've got metal, we've got, it, it just spans genres that going out to shoot, and I know we all shoot all of that kind. Like, it, right. I don't think it really matters. I know we all have our certain preferences of what we like to shoot, but I myself, I'll go out and shoot anything. It's just, it's just fun to shoot if I can fit it into my evening. Okay. So I think it really gives a really good snapshot of what's happening in your city at that certain time. And you can totally see that in the uh, in Joey's, uh, uh, not like not Joey's, <laughs> but in the in the call to response book. Definitely, like you, yeah. you see some of the older guys like um, Cam Fucking Nickel, um, Doug. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his last name. Humansky. Humansky. <laughs> I we spelled it. it wrong in the book yeah. too. So. <laughs> so you really see it like the the older '80s punk scene when like SNFU was coming through and Chai had all his teeth. <laughs> you got to see that. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's really important for me to look back on and see, even though I'm not from here and I couldn't go to those shows, but to see it and be like, that's cool. I wish I was at that show. Well, so, yeah, it's, it's capturing memories. If you get hired to shoot a band's EP release, it's nowhere different than shooting somebody's wedding. It's capturing that day for them because they're proud of what they're putting out there. For sure, yeah. So it's not, is it ever kind of you're trying to promote the band? Is that even a consideration that they may use this at some point to kind of push what they are about to an audience or is I it more sure. just documenting? I think it's kind of like a balance between because there are some shots you get where you look at them and you're like, well, if they want to use this, they could use this to promote the crap out of themselves right. and that'd be great. And then there's other ones like, I know the one you have, the Wet Secrets is on the wall, Jen. It's absolutely <laughs> phenomenal and they put that on their social media and they're like, this is a great representation of a moment we had at this festival, it's great. I have one on the wall that I love, and oddly enough, it's not in focus. It's mise-en-scene, <laughs> it's South by Southwest. You have sweet fuck all of focus in that thing, but it shows exactly how passionate Steph is when she's up there and she's performing and she's doing a great job with it. Joey does the exact same thing. Like You'll see things from local artists where it's just like, it gives you a concept of who they are what it's like to be there and get you to want to be at that show. Right. But it's something that they can also use to promote themselves if they feel so inclined. Well, that, that totally makes sense. I always, like, I started off doing it because all my friends were in bands because Vincent Massey had such a, a <laughs> amount of bands playing there. So I just started taking pictures of my friends because I wanted to capture the moment with them. So that's how I started with it. Well, that's actually a good, maybe a good point too. I mean, are all of you, I mean, did you get into the local music scene with photography first, or did you have a music background prior to this? Or Joey was nice to me. <laughs> that's that's pretty much how I got into it because I moved here from uh, Estevan, Saskatchewan. Right, right. Um, Booming I'd, Metropolis. I, what's that? Booming Metropolis. Oh yeah, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> so many people. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I put shows on back there in Estevan. Um, I'd always drive up to Regina because that's a local or the, the closest show where there or place where there was like the biggest kind of shows going on. And then I moved here eight years ago-ish and I just kept taking photos and I, I think Joey was my first <laughs> photographer buddy that I made and she was nice enough not to be like, some photographers can be dicks, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, they can be pretentious 100%. assholes. 
And Joey was one of the first ones where she was just, she'd say hi, she always had a smile on her face. I'd see her at every show, still see her at every show. Seriously, Joey, how I gotta do you back keep off. going? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't sleep. And so, yeah. That's yeah, that's that's a good answer to. That's not quite what I was asking, I but I, I like the answer. Um, no, well, I'm just wondering because I mean, I I used to play in shitty bands, and now I do this. I love Grandpa's Army. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but even after that, I mean, like this is kind of you know, because I, I guess because of the internet, and, and this I know this opens up a whole door of uh, probably anger and rage for you guys. But the internet has a very, I mean, for anything creative, the internet has a very low bar to entry. I mean, you want to make a, a podcast, pick up a microphone, hit record, you can do it. You want to start a band, get GarageBand on a laptop. Record Bandcamp done right. Uh, you want to become a photographer? You got a Facebook page saying you're a photographer. Who's gonna argue with you, right? So I mean, does that? How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> the fact that pretty much anyone can can say they're a photographer and make it look professional by getting a website or something, but then not really having the the quality that one would hope <laughs> to get from an actual photographer. They don't last long though. Like it's <laughs> it's it's competitive. Like you yeah. have to push yourself to do well and take amazing photos. Somebody's not taking great photos, they're gonna get eaten alive for sure. By the real photographers who yeah, are exactly. yeah. and I think they're just gonna get bored, honestly. Like they they, they think that it's a uh, a glamorous, wonderful, amazing lifestyle. You get to hang out with all these <laughs> whatever and it, it's great. I I love what I do. But I mean, I also the way I approach shooting is I kind of get in, get out, and I leave. I don't, I don't hang around. I don't be like show pictures to the bands until right. afterwards. And if they approach me afterwards, then great. But yeah, they they don't. They tend not to last very long. So is the Instagramification of your industry <laughs> is, is, is it? I mean, is it just an annoyance or is it an actual kind of existential threat at any point? I don't think so. No. Like, I think. The reason that we all do this is we legitimately love music. Yeah. We love the creative people we have. We love what we can see. We love what people are doing. We want to support their art and mix it with the art that we're doing. Makes people us work get, a little harder, that's all. <coughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I re really do. But we also, I think everybody on the stage, we've all supported each other in what we're doing. I know when I started out, Joey was also super helpful with that. She's like, you should do this. Go in and keep pressing. Like, Joey's one of the most supportive people I've encounter it in that regard. <laughs> she really is, but it's true. The whole the, the scene is pretty tight. Yeah, like, I so think all of us it, are pretty all, good friends. Yeah, like most of the photographers that family. we know are good. Yeah. But it's also <clears throat> going back to what you were saying, the people who are in it because they're just like, yeah, I can become famous, they don't last because well, they're just in for themselves and you people in this know that. The artists you're working with know that and they don't really want to vibe with that. And it, it, it's kind of like a band. Like that, our our industry and uh, the music industry is kind of the same thing. Sure, you have those like rock star photographers that you see out there touring with huge bands and stuff like that, but those are one in a million. Yeah, for sure. Same yeah. thing with a band blowing up and hitting like arena sized stuff. It's one in a million that's yeah. going to happen to. So, for every one in a million, there's a hundred thousand of us <laughs> slugging away in the pit. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Does it, does it ever, I mean, as far as actually doing it on a professional level, do the, um, I don't know what you call them, shitty, fake <laughs> internet photographers, do they ever eat into the into actual business? I mean, because I imagine someone who doesn't know what they're doing can easily undercut someone who's actually a professional and is charging what they're charging because it's worth, you know, the, the, the product is of the quality that that's worth the money. 
I think everybody on the stage has gotten a call from somebody saying, somebody butchered my shots. Can you redo <laughs> this, please? Oh, seriously? Yeah. Like, somebody undercuts you and it's something that they're just like, I want to go for a quick cash grab, whatever. It, it happens. And that's part of what is. You still wind up getting a phone call from somebody saying, hey, can we do something right now? Because this came out not at all how we want it. Okay. And it's not, that's not a knock on those people. If their hearts in it and they love it, they're just not where they need to be cool keep pushing in and keep progressing and yeah. keep doing what you got to do but if you're trying to be a dick and just undercut somebody <laughs> like it's not good you're not gonna last it's not we okay. still wind up getting called back what is the actual what does the job entail i mean i know we talked about there's the thing about the 30 seconds of the Janet jackson show <laughs> and uh you know being in, the, in front of the crowd but like just on an average uh, average show what, what are you actually doing because i mean you're like you said you're in and out what's the the process i mean how do you kind of go about getting ready to shoot a show and then doing it. Lots of stretching beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Arm curls. <laughs> what are you talking the about? The gear is heavy. Yeah, <laughs> Trust me. Gear is heavy. <laughs> gear is heavy. So you definitely have to be prepared for it. I know everybody has tried to grab my camera bag and they're like, oh my God, this is what you carry around with you for hours? I'm like, yeah, just give it back. <laughs> Seriously, you need somebody to carry that bag daily. It's ridiculous, Joey. I've, I've shrunk like an inch maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I think everybody has a different way of approaching how they shoot a show. Um, if I'm shooting something like the MTS Center or the BERT, um, I mean, I just show up, I've got two cameras, I get in, get out, get done. Um, if I'm shooting smaller stuff like here, uh, the park, uh, the Garrick, uh, not that it's super small, but it, it's still, it's not 1,600 people. Um, I kind of, and it, uh, I guess it really depends on the band. Uh, last yeah, time, you kind of pick your gear. Yeah, like, and yeah. like last time, prop played at uh, the park. I, I'm, I'm the quote-unquote house photographer at the park theater. I shot about half their set, and then I got fucking drunk. <laughs> and then I shot the other half of the set drunk. I can, I can do which, it. Which it's half fun. was better? What's that? Which half was better? I, totally the second half. Probably. <laughs> probably the second. Things hurt a lot less when people were hitting me. Um, but, I mean, I, I like to go... Now I like to go and enjoy a show. I don't like to... I enjoy, I enjoy shooting a show, and it's a different kind of enjoyment behind the camera. But I also like to go and be in the moment and just enjoy the music now. Yeah. yeah. I think so I, no, no, I was going to say, so it really depends on the venue and like, I'm, I'm not going to show up at the MTS Center Hammered and shoot a show because <laughs> they're a little more straight laced on that kind of stuff. But would they even give you the time to do that? I mean, that sounds like one of the places. I can show up drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but, Always you know. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you guys, I, I think it depends on the show. Like there are bands that you work with and you're like, all right, cool. I have a routine for working with them. Um, this local band, SC Mira, I work that I do work with, and it's just, they're great people. We'll go, we'll have a quick conversation, and I'll just kind of gauge their mood for the day, and I'll try to figure out how to shoot accordingly. They do something different on stage each time, so I adapt based on that. It's If it's a band I've never worked with, you are, like I said, we're going with your gut, but my routine is just, honestly, I'll listen to something complete opposite end of the spectrum of what it is I'm doing. Like, okay, shameful moment here, but... During Jazz Fest, I'll listen to like nothing but terrible twangy country for like an hour and a half before the show because I just need to hear something completely different than okay. what I'm going to go into because then I can let the music kind of hit me and trying to go where I'm trying to go with it. That's actually interesting. I wouldn't have thought of that. Um, does it make a difference to the qual I don't know what quality of the photos, but if it's a band that you love, is that going to affect 
how the photos come out, whether whether it's because you're not paying attention and forget to take a picture, or I mean, or, or like if you're really passionate about the music on stage, does that translate obviously to the photos you take? I find it's easier to shoot a band like I yeah. really connect with for sure. But I don't know, your I job dance is to a little bit. Get great <laughs> shots of something you might not commit yeah. to connect right. with. Where the job is the job, I guess. Yeah. 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 Do um, what kind of backgrounds do you all have in as far as actual technical backgrounds? Because like I was saying before. A lot of creative fields now are pretty wide open because there's a lower bar due to the internet, due to people kind of doing DIY starting up. And photography seems like one of those where a lot of people are trying to get into it. And I think there's probably a pretty wide range of, of, of actual backgrounds. Uh, another, I mean, a similar thing is journalism. I went to journalism school. I worked as a reporter for a long time. And I see tons of people now that have no experience whatsoever. And they're online, you know, doing their own thing, starting their own uh, blogs, magazines, whatever. So, I mean, I imagine photography is similar. Do, you all, do all of you have backgrounds, uh, like, you know, education backgrounds in, in photo, or? I went to Red River, and I started out with film, so it was a while ago. There was no digital back then. So that, that helps, technically, because then you actually have to really pay attention to your settings and everything like that, because otherwise you're going to get shit filmed back. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, I went to, that's actually why I moved to Winnipeg, is I went to Prairie View School of Photography, their diploma course. And yeah, that's, that's kind of my background. Before that, I was just taking photos at shows. I started with, um, I think you had mentioned, uh, like the disposable camera. Someone mentioned disposable camera. Yeah, I think I appreciate yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I shot. The, the, the first show that I shot on that that I can remember was a gob show in 97? And I took a shot of Theo was wearing, a, or Tom was wearing a huge sombrero. <laughs> and I I'd shot it with a disposable camera and I got the photos back and I'm like, I should get a real camera. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, yeah. So I started, same with Joey. I started like film. I got a really shitty digital camera and then moved here and went to school. Cool. Yeah, I also started shooting film, progressed to digital. I just finished Preview in April. Oh, but cool. I shot for about 10 years before that. Just. Just, to, just, just figuring it, it out. Cool, cool. I honestly started in high school, took a graphics class. They gave me a camera because they're like, you're good at editing things. Took it, ignored it for, I think, like five years after that. Picked a camera up again because I moved to a different city to start shooting and moved back. I was super fortunate. I had a lot of friends who were artists and just like, we like what you're doing. We're going to give you a shot at this. And I was like, cool, I'll just run with it. Awesome. Do, uh, do any of you have to, as part of the job, have to do video as well. I mean, it seems like the two go hand in hand, especially now on the internet. Everyone wants moving images as well as still images. Is that, is that part of it, or are you all strictly kind of I image? can do video. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, you get, do you get asked Could. to do that? Do people who are um, hiring you? I've, I've second shot for a lot of people doing video, but I hate editing. Like, it's hard enough just doing yes. photos. Video is right. just so much longer. Some people absolutely love it. I hate it. So I'm fine second shooting, but not, not first shooting. I'm, I'm the same as Joey. I, people ask, I'm like, I can point the camera in that direction and I can press record. Because it's the same basic constructs as taking a still photo, but no, I don't, I don't enjoy and I don't do it that well. Same boat. Yeah, same, same for everybody? Or? I can do it, never ask me to do it. <laughs> well, that's interesting, because I, I think that a lot of people maybe assume that it's the same skill set. Uh, because everyone's camera now has video as well as photo, right? But it's uh, interesting to hear all of you are. It's are close, but the back end work is right. A we lot can all more. Do it. Yeah. Right. Right. Just, yeah, just like, don't like don't ask you to do it. Right. Yeah. I have friends who work in film, and like 
the principles are the same, but we don't. I would. They would never touch still. I would never touch video. Right. I'm like, please do it because you are amazing at this. My brain does not wrap around that the same way. So what? It, what is it about your brain that makes you gravitate towards still photos? Like, I mean, yeah. What, what, what makes that the focus? That and why is that something that your art works with, whereas video might not be? I guess that's for any, for any of you, really. Well, like I feel what? like everybody has a different eye for different things like every photographer is different yeah some people actually have an eye for portraits some people have an eye for landscape i do not have an eye for <laughs> landscape so don't ask me to do that but but moving subjects it's totally different i don't know why it is do you think it's because you've just done it so much like do you think the landscape thing is not something that you're particularly strong at compared to live music because you've just been doing it yeah for that could be like i've been doing it so long that maybe it's just something that's stuck there, but right. I, I don't have the same, I don't see things the same as landscape photographers. I don't yeah, know I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I get super bored and annoyed, and <laughs> I've tried. I've really tried to do landscape stuff. And yes, I, you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've also had a running date with Travis for the past two years to do some night photography. Three but years. Three years, but it hasn't <laughs> happened. And I just get, I mean, that's a little different. I mean, I get a little, I just get super bored, whereas like, um, doing shows and even weddings to a point because I do a lot of weddings something's always happening something's always going on I like to just kind of document what's in the moment and catch that and I'm not going to set up uh, with shows you can't really set it up you just kind of you just react you wing it right, yeah. right. Yeah. so it's more it's more like going with what's happening rather than stage set up I'm going to go do oh yeah for sure I mean unless you've got a chance to talk to the band beforehand which happens sometimes but I kind of prefer not to know and if I miss a shot I just kind of like I've definitely done it I think with all of these guys up here I've, I've, I've been shooting and then I kind of like I may be peeking at the back of my camera and looking and then I miss an amazing shot and <laughs> right. I see someone else shooting and I'm like fuck <laughs> well, that, god damn it that shot I've of the that. wet secrets I was looking at the back of my camera and I looked up and I'm like holy shit like, <laughs> so yeah just in the moment for sure yeah. with concerts um, this, I think this came up, Dwayne, when I interviewed you last time on our regular show. Um, for me, I mean, you know, I, do, I definitely, I have taken photos as part of, a, you know, writing newspaper stories back, back when I did that. And I've got, you know, photos published and things, but I definitely would not consider myself a photographer. But for me, my interest in music photos, I guess, has always come from when I was growing up, certain labels, certain bands would always have a very distinct look. And it maybe took me a while to realize that it was the same guy or the same set of photographers taking all the photos for a certain label or even a certain scene. Um, do any of you have kind of something that really twigged the interest in photography for you uh, as far as music goes? Like whether it's you know a photo on an album cover or, or a particular label's kind of general look or anything like that? To start photography? Yeah, like I mean, did, did you ever see a, a photo on the, on the cover of a record and, or a, you know, a, a band promo shot and say, oh man, I want to do this, this is, this is awesome? Yep. What, what was it? Um, the shot Neil Preston has of Freddie Mercury at Wembley Stadium. Okay. He's just complete. It's a black and white photo, huge, just completely arched back. And I'm just like, how the hell did you ever capture that? <laughs> that was, it, it's still my favorite band photo, like artist photo I've ever seen. Cool. It's just beautiful. Do you have, have you come any closer to figuring out how they got it? I actually, yeah, I went last time I was in Vegas. They actually have a shrine to him and just the work he's done. Oh, cool. I, he was there, he's talking about it, and it's just like, okay, he'd been on the road with them for an extended period of time, and just what went into him studying how they perform, what was going on, the mannerisms, a lot of like what you were saying, Jen, with watching videos, and just learning when things were gonna build to a point. Cool. What about the rest of you? Was there any photos that kind of 
kick things off for you or, or made you at least say, hey, this is something I should pick up or, or what? I was just going to a lot of shows and wanted to take pictures and remember the show that I was at. Okay. Yeah, me too. So it's a personal thing then just to keep the photos yeah. for yourself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. They're, they're, I can't think of a photo that I've seen not that like spurred me to do this other than that photo I talked about earlier of uh, Theo. Right. And just, and the just kind of like, oh, that's yeah. a great photo. Like, I should, I should do this. But, yeah, not anything before that, no. Has anything like that happened since where there are maybe certain photographers who, who do what you do, whether it's on a, a larger scale or in a different part of the world, that, that you really, really stand out and, and kind of inspire you to, to keep doing this or, or to something to kind of you know, lead up to? Um, for me, the, there's one guy named, um, what's his name, uh, Dustin Rabin. He's from Toronto. He's really good. He, I know he toured with, um, with Billy Talent along. Like one of the photos, I think, kind of like Travis had said, I, I think it was at the, uh, the Rogers or whatever, Sky Dome. And it was a, a picture of the whole band from behind. And everyone had lit up their cell phones. And it looked amazing. And that kind of stuck out in my head. And I, I'm kind of once removed from... Uh, from him, I, I know a few photographers that know him, okay. and so I've just kind of followed his stuff fairly closely because it doesn't. I, I just I, I really like his work. Anyone else have a, a photo that, or any photographers that kind of you you follow or you you aspire Ken to? Nickel used to take a lot of really awesome photos back in the day. He hasn't done a concert photo in a long time. He has a lot of skateboarding <laughs> stuff, but I always really loved his stuff. It cool. was always really good. Cool. I mean, it's all of these guys, like, starting Aww. out, like, I've only been shooting for four years, and, like, you see names like Joey or Dwayne or Travis yeah. or, like, on and on, and you're like, well, this is awesome. <laughs> like, they're all so good in their own way, so it's You're really awesome, too, Jen. No, I... <laughs> thank you. You are. Is it, uh, I mean, it seems like it's a very tight-knit community, at least with the yeah. four of you here. Is there, is it easy to get into? I mean, if someone, you know, hopefully someone listens to this, and if they do, <laughs> if, if they say, you know, I want to try this, I'm interested, like, is it pretty welcoming to, to get in, into the scene in Winnipeg? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. every everybody that I shoot with, not just these three other guys up here, they're all, I mean, we're all chill. We're all laid back. We're just kind of help each other out when we can. I've only ever had a problem with one photographer at a show, and I let him know because <laughs> he was a dick. I was not. What? <laughs> it was, uh, I'll just go into it because it's a funny sure, story. Yeah, sure. it, was, uh, it was a show, um, uh, last time Silverstein was here, yeah, and I was shooting from the pit in the crowd because they didn't. I don't think they had a, a barricade at that show. No. And this guy kept one of the things you don't do or you don't do that often when you're shooting shows is it's I call it the hail mary, like you throw the camera up and you just shoot. I totally do it because it, it's nice to get on the same level as the artist. But this guy was doing it the whole like through a whole song, and I was trying and it was already low light and it was horrible, terrible lighting. And I got close to him, and finally I just pushed him from behind, and I told him to fuck off, because he's ruining every one of my shots, because I get this camera thing in there that I don't want to Photoshop out after. And then after I did it, I'm kind of like, he, wa he wasn't a local, I didn't recognize, and if it's Travis, I'm not going to be able to move an inch, so it doesn't matter. But I was like, I really hope that's not a touring photographer, and... Yep, he was. <laughs> not, for, not, for the, not for Silverstein or anybody, important but <laughs> I think he was just a friend taking photos because I, I, I could see the back of his camera and it looked like garbage so I didn't feel that bad about pushing him yeah like 
I'm yeah. not nice. <laughs> no, but I, I've had that happen itself. By there was this guy that was up front right when a band was off and just popping a flash off the entire time. And when we signed our contracts, it clearly said you will not use a flash under any circumstances in any venue. And he just keeps doing this, and it's disruptive to the band. I literally took the camera out of his hands, <laughs> took the flash off it, reset his camera to the test shot. I'm like, here, now never do that again. Yeah. It's, it's not hard to get in. Everybody here is going to sit there and be like, hey, you want to come out and learn this? Cool, come spend a night, let's do this. We're always more than welcome to do it. It comes down to if you want to, though, because I've had people sit there and say, I'm really interested in music photography. Cool, come with me to our show. I think three of them have shown up out yeah. of, I think, like 20. So... Everybody here is going to welcome you. I know Jen's going to sit there and beat people up, but she's going to welcome them <laughs> in. Dwayne is going to grumpy true. at everybody. And Joey's just a happy human being who's going to love everybody. So you're going to get in. Just if you want to try it, try it. I push Dwayne out of the way all the time. It's true. She does. She does. We get elbows up in the front. Oh, yeah. Every time. Is there a lot of competition between, between the four of you here? I mean, obviously there's other <laughs> photographers as well, but. I think the only competition with is Travis. <laughs> the dude's 6'8". You've got to get in front, in front of, of him. Travis. Exactly. This is a good like barricade. What are you talking about? That's good. Really I put Joey in front of me and I shoot over her head. It's yeah, a <laughs> it works out. But I mean, if, like, if if you see, I mean, you know, if one of you gets an amazing photo, the rest of you just like, does it piss you off, or you want to make you want to kind of? We can grab. No, you want to work. Yeah, no, I remember Travis. Actually, as I was shooting, he just looked at me and he's like, "You fucking got that, didn't you?" <laughs> and it's it's that picture of uh, Charles Bradley up there. Yep. And it photo. just happened, and he's like, "You, goddamn!" Like, there, there's a little bit of jealousy because you always want yeah. the best shot. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, no, none of us. Like, I've totally seen Wayne Joey shots me all the time. And <laughs> I, I, I just really does do it to all of us all the time. But I got you. That was your payback for Festival when I got Attica from behind. It's true. Like, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Me that day. Or you guys up on the roof. For, uh, oh yeah, Travis always fans. helps out. Oh, gosh, with, yeah. He'll take my camera because I'm so much shorter. He's like, just let me help you out with that, and he'll take this camera and just do that for me. Thanks. Is there? I mean, if you're at the, if you're all the same show, and you see someone is in a prime spot, is there any kind of jostling to get them out of there <laughs> and get in there yourselves? Or? I feel like everybody will take a couple respectful. shots yeah. and then move. Yeah. And cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mind blow the photographers, and we all move around. So. Yeah, and you you don't really want the same shot from the same right angle the whole show. Sometimes you can't move, but you'll still like do that shot and then maybe shoot from the back of the, the venue and just, yeah, you just kind of move around all the time. Cool, cool. Um, one thing we wanted to do with the show, and hopefully uh, people in the audience are interested, is we have a mic here. Uh, I have, you know, I can ask more questions, but I want you guys to ask questions. If anyone has anything they want to know uh, from anyone here or all of them here or whatever, uh, we got a mic here. Uh, feel free to just come up and, and ask away. <laughs> all right, we have a volunteer. <laughs> Jen should be scared. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, check, check. Hey, uh, this question is for all of you, uh, and it's two parts. One, uh, who is your favorite artist to shoot? And two, who is your dream artist to shoot? It's a good question. I've always wanted to shoot Foo Fighters. <laughs> so that's the dream. Uh, but I did recently get to shoot 21 Pilots, which was awesome that was like the greatest show ever so i already got to shoot one that i really enjoy is foo fighters because you're a big fan or, or oh, i love dave yeah? Grohl. Okay. <laughs> um i think my dream because i've been very fortunate that I've, I've shot a lot of my favorite artists um my dream i, I want to shoot green day 
I, I re I, I've loved that band since I was like, what? Beat you to it. <laughs> if someone's got a large pickup truck I can borrow after this, I want to hit Travis with it. It's got to be three quarter ton or bigger. He's a big dude. So anyway, oh, he's such a dick. Um, yeah, I want to shoot Green Day. I've loved them since I was like 14, 15 years old. Uh, hopefully that'll come up soon because they're touring again, so that's great. Um, favorite? Oh, that's tough. I think my favorite's been probably July Talk because they're such a fun, weird, crazy, dynamic band to shoot that you're never... I mean, because I only see them here. I don't know if anything's like scripted with that band, but I think it's just they just fly by the seat of their pants, not to make me sound too old. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's that's probably my favorite band, one of my favorite bands to shoot. Uh, have you done them more than once, too? Have you shot them... Yes. Five, six oh, wow. times. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've shot them a bunch. Cool. Gore is also a lot of fun. I imagine <laughs> that. Gore would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to wear a rain suit, otherwise you get blood all over you. Uh, I love shooting the Wet Secrets. They're a lot of fun. Uh, I got to shoot Gogol Bordello last time they were oh, in cool. town, and that was kind of a dream for a long time. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I'm like super itching to shoot right now. Is it... For someone like Gogo Bordello, is that just because of how crazy the stage show is? Oh, it's so much fun. Like, I, I'd seen them a couple times before that, before I was even into concert photography, and to have the chance to shoot something like that, it's amazing. That's maybe a, a side question. I know we still have one more uh, answer to go on that, that previous But he one, doesn't but matter. <laughs> yeah. No, I really don't. But, like, does, uh, would you rather shoot someone that's completely insane, like, you know, diving into the crowd, throwing things, drop, smashing guitars, or someone who's just kind of, you know what they're going to do and it's, it's, it's more predictable in terms of actually technically getting the shots. I mean, is it, is it better if it's just complete chaos and you have no idea what to expect? Or is it better if you kind of, okay, this guy's going to jump here. I'm going to get the great shot I need. What's, what's better? What it's more exciting when they're doing crazy. Yeah, <laughs> right. for sure. Right. It's, yeah, yeah it, I, I guess it makes for a better photo. <coughs> but, I mean, one of the best musicians I ever saw and he didn't do, any, didn't do anything was Buddy Guy. Yeah, yep. that guy. Well, he's like 80, right? That's why white. Yeah, yeah. And it was just amazing to see him just do what he does, and he he doesn't move around a lot. Like he maybe moves across the stage a couple times, but yeah, it, it yeah for me it's kind of they're both great for different reasons. Cool. I'd say answering the previous question, yeah, yeah. the favorite so far would be probably a dead heat between July Talk and the Wet Secrets because yeah, absolutely incredible. They, from what I've noticed, they don't script. Like there's a photographer I, was, I follow, Rachel Waters. She got to shoot them at, a fe at ACL, and it's just they figure it out as they go. So those would be the the ones I love shooting. The one that I want to shoot so bad that it's ridiculous that I need to find a way to make this happen is actually Gary Clark Jr. Okay. And okay. that's ten percent because I want to have a photograph of Gary Clark Jr. that's phenomenal and 90% because I want to stand there in awe of that man playing a guitar because goddamn. Does anyone else have any questions from the audience? Yeah, come, come on up. Two volunteers so far, this is great. <laughs> We're flying. Yeah. Um, so I guess I have two questions. Uh, one would be, um, is there a favorite lens or setup that you like to use or is it venue dependent? And my second question is, what was it like shooting concerts with film because there's there was way less options for ISO and everything like that and not <laughs> knowing what you could get. So I'm just curious for that. Those are good because I didn't really get any technical stuff with you guys, uh, you know, with the actual mechanics of it. So, yeah. Well, you kind of 
pick a pretty high ISO for the first first part of it because you know you're gonna be in the dark for the most part. If it doesn't look all that great and it's a little grainy, it looks great in black and white. <laughs> Which we probably mostly shoot black and white anyways. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, gear, venue dependent. I've shot here a few times. It's high ISO, wide open aperture. Um, I've, I've pretty got, I've pretty, I mean, Park Theater, I could send anybody in with my camera. I could set it. I'd have a pretty good idea what's going to go on. There's only been a few shows where I, because of the band, they've been like, it, it's not fun. Red. Red. <laughs> Terror was like that. It was all red and super low eyes, or super yeah, low lighting. Yeah, backlighting you sometimes get, where yeah. you just want to cry. Um, and what was the second question? Sorry. Film. Film. Oh, I've, I've, I've shot, I've, probably not as much as you on film. Because I'm old. <laughs> yeah, you're so old. We won't get into that right now. Um, I still like shooting on film. I haven't in a long time. Um, my favorite film to shoot on is uh, Fuji 1600 Neopan, which they don't make anymore. And if you're buying it, it's $30 a roll. Expired. Oh, I've got like five rolls in my freezer. Yes. I've got one. And I, I, I mean, the, you, one thing I found with film is you've got to slow down. And you have mm -hmm. to pick your shots, and you have to, because you're only coming out of there with maybe at the most 72, two full rolls, whereas like in three songs I can throw off a thousand photos in a hurry. So yeah, it just it just really forces you to slow down and pick, and really watch what you really want to get. Does anybody else have answers for that question? Or? I think for film like. You, yeah, you, you are thinking. I remember shooting like an Attica show with a freaking medium format camera on 3200 film just because just I wanted to try it. It's fun. And yeah, film, you're starting at 1600 for any venue in the city and you're praying that if you have the wrong film and you could push it. Lenses, I think it's like a, I honestly, long. I remember shooting from mise-en-scene in Green Bay, Austin, everywhere else in between just with a 50 and an 85. Like I had a 28 with me if I really needed it, but again, it's like using a 1.4 or a 1.8 and I prefer a 1.4. The faster, the better. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And you go with it that way. I and like primes because they make you think more. And I know you love using your 35. It's just, you gotta move a little bit. You gotta find what you're looking for rather than just being like, well, I can just go in, out, in, out. And it's also venue dependent. Like when I yeah. shoot at uh, the Burt, or the, um, the MTS, I have a 35 on one camera, but I always have two cameras, yep. and the other one's usually got a long, like 70 to 200. Mm -hmm. Even that, like I got to shoot, um, I've, I've had to shoot like Manson from the soundboard, and they don't tell you until you get there, in which I just borrow someone's like 300 or rent it. Yeah, Shania, right, the same thing? Shania, same thing, I had to be back at the soundboard. And so, I mean, that kind of sucks, because then you're 70 to 200, you're back by the soundboard. I'm not 6'8", so I'm not over everybody. <laughs> where, where, where? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it, it's really venue dependent on what and who you're shooting, too. I hope I'm not the only one that the numbers went way over my head. <laughs> but no, that's good. I mean, like that's, hopefully people are here to, to hear that kind of thing because, you know, there's, uh, I guess, a lot of different reasons, hopefully, why people showed up here. So 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's good, good to know the specs and the, the technical stuff. Most Does anyone else uh, have a question? Well, most of the time, leave your flash at home. Because <laughs> you'll get please. told not to flash anyways. Well, so. Is that because it just irritates the shit out of the band? Or? It's both. It, 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 I've done it. I've shot bands with a flash, and it, they don't even notice half the time. Because like, right now, we're up here. Everything's kind of dark back there. Yeah. You can't really see it. They don't notice unless you get right in their face. Yeah. It's more for the people around you. Like they're just trying to, cause like the flashes are pretty, pretty powerful. I, I will definitely go in, maybe do a handful of shots with flash if it's something that I really want to get. And then I just put the flash away and then I, I try to get what you can get, but. Cool. Yeah. Anybody else have questions? Yeah, come on, come on down. Yeah, Steve-O. Oh, it's Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, this is an awesome conversation, so it's awesome being here, first <laughs> off. But uh, I just wanted to ask a question for all of you on the panel today. Um, in terms of artists coming from an artist's kind of perspective, what's been the most difficult artist you've had to shoot in your time? Because I kind of want to know from the other side. I know sometimes it doesn't come down to the actual performance, but about like just getting that moment and who's been some of the difficult ones? And you don't have to name people in our scene. It can be people Are you hoping they say you? Oh, no, no. It's no, always no. Steve-O. I, Steve I, I'm always a ham shoot. for the cam. It's all good. <laughs> but I mean, like, in terms of, like, uh, working for shooting somebody, what's one artist that you've had difficulty shooting? That's it. A lot good of metal in. bands. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly due to lighting, because it's always red, and it's just the worst. I, I don't know which band specifically, but... I don't know, Guar is hard to shoot sometimes because there is a lot of blood flying around. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'm with Joey. Like, metal bands are tough because they like, they like the lights low or... I'm, I'm debating if I want to say this. Oh, Just you should it. say it, definitely. <laughs> Pretentious, douchey indie bands. That I also, exactly that also, who you're talking about. Yes, that also really like the lights really low. I just shot a band. I'm not going to name who they are. They're not from Winnipeg. But it was horrible. Oh, you think they're really going to hear this? That, probably not, but it was. I'm still not going to do it because they liked a few of my photos I posted. Um, but they were just. Oh, it was. First, I hated the music, but it just. It, it, yeah, it was just super low light. It's hard to shoot, um, and especially if you want to get close enough to get something good. It's yeah. Yeah, probably metal bands and weird. Sushi indie bands. <laughs> uh, Death from Above was hard to shoot. <laughs> yeah, names. Uh, yeah, that's what we want. We want the name dropping. Yeah. They're awesome, Get a list. but they're hard to shoot. It's just the lighting. It's just either it's like strobes like crazy, or it's just constantly backlit, yeah. or it's just totally dark and then a flash. So that's I think the worst one difficult. for me was was probably Terror. Yeah. Because it was it was and not because they were anything that because it was like super low lit and it was all red. What's and with it the red? Why, why? You guys have uh, a few of you said that already. So it, like, it's the worst. It takes the worst. over. Yeah. It is that is overwhelming in a photo. Is it the band's choice? There's the lady. For the most part. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the band. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh, good tip for people who are shooting concerts: always talk to the lighting guy. Make him <laughs> Be your best friends. friend. Yes. Can, is that often something you're able to do? I mean, obviously the local show it's a bit different, right, than a, than a bigger show. But I mean, is that? Oh, yeah, local shows yeah. you can you can. They're they're easy easy to find. Yeah. And yeah. just be like, so just bump <laughs> up. Just bump it up a just little bit. A, a little, little bit of light yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, like I know the douchey indie band that Dwayne is talking about at said location of hell that we all <laughs> dealt with. That was it was 
they were honestly just terrible. They were disrespectful to everybody. This band that came in, and again, not going to say who it is, but there was not a person in the in the venue that actually felt like they gave a crap about them. Right. And this is your fan base. They're flipping off audience members, destroying property of audience members because they feel that they're entitled to do that and can't say who that is because it's just <laughs> not right. But that that's one part of it. Lighting, like Joey said, if it's a sea of red, you really just you don't want to be there because it's get it lots is of black hard. and white pictures after which is yeah you can yeah. that's that's where you go to it and <laughs> I, when in doubt black and white and, I, and i've had uh matt from the park ask me if i put out everything black and white he's like was it that bad <laughs> and i'm like no it's just i i, I prefer photos in black and white yeah, I, yeah. I like it's more timeless it's more classic mm -hmm. that's just me though but also Sometimes you just want an option yeah also touching on the lighting guy like there's not a lighting guy in the city who if you're like can you give me 30 seconds with a bump more light? That's not going to do it. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter the venue. They're just like, they get where you're coming from, right. and they're more than willing to Well, there's no them. reason for them not to do it, right? We're it only shooting just being for three dick, songs, yeah. so yeah. just give us a break. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Anybody else have a question from the audience? Let's keep going with this. We had three volunteers. I'm excited. No, <laughs> no one? Oh, here we go. Ooh, Yay, right. it's Ian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite... Uh, Venue, local venue to shoot at, past or present, oh, that's and a why? Tough one. And don't you miss shooting at the Albert? We're just gonna say the handsome daughter because we're here. <laughs> <laughs> past or present is good though. I like that. I like that part of the question. The Albert was yeah. a lot of fun to shoot, it really except was. for that pole. It's yep. always that one with the stickers around Unless you put your back up against the pole, and then that is it's my like. Favorite shot. <laughs> But do you think that poll, I mean, because I know exactly what poll you're talking about, you know, and I think everyone who's seen, or been to the Albert or seen a photo from the Albert knows what that is. Do you think that something like that actually kind of adds to the character of the shot, though? Like, do you think people will see that and instantly, oh, this is the Albert? They can kind of put a place to it? Does that, or is it just, no, get the fuck out of here, this is annoying? <laughs> like, Well, you can always, there's workarounds. You can shoot around it, and we all have. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's kind of iconic, I guess, if you want to yeah. call it that. I would say like MTS and like the bigger venues, that's dependent on the band of yeah. how you're going to mm -hmm. enjoy shooting that show because the stages are always so different. Like they just do so much different lighting and, yeah. and just have elaborate uh, pieces on the stage. So that depends on the band. But as for local venues, I miss the collective a lot. Yeah, there's a cool <laughs> I... Oh. Do it. He has to Do say it. the park theater. <laughs> I don't have to say the park theater. I, I like every venue for a different reason. Um, like I like the park. I like the mm -hmm. the the amount of work Eric puts into it and mm -hmm. constantly upgrading things and making yeah, things nice. Awesome. Yeah, uh, the pyramid has since they've reconfigured their lighting system is Great phenomenal. I love. I like shooting in there now. Before not so much. Um, John Stanners did that. It was awesome. The uh, the Windsor. I like shooting at the Windsor. It's a hard room to shoot because the stage is so high, and so you're getting most of the light right in the chest unless the artist moves up, and then you get a split second to like grab that. Um, but I, I like hanging out at the Windsor. It's kind of the new Albert, I think. I just I like I like the venue. I like the feeling there. It's like walking into the Albert and being like, ah, this is nice. <laughs> And then you go drink a king can outside. The Goodwill is really good too, because you can get on the stage fairly easily. For which one? The Goodwill. The Goodwill, yeah. They yeah. they need to bump up their, lighting, their front of house lighting, a little bit, a little lighting. bit. But I do like I, yeah, I like all the venues here really. 
I guess maybe like a, a brother to Ian's question would be: Is there any? Are there any? Defunct venues. Let's go with that. That you're glad are dead. Like, <laughs> is there anywhere that you're that was really awful to shoot at, and it's kind of nice that it's uh, no longer kind of on the on the schedule for shows? I love and hate the zoo. Okay. <laughs> I absolutely. I, I love the crowd you'd get there. I love how ruthless they could be. I love <laughs> the fact that sometimes you were dodging a flying beer bottle. I love that. Aussies and the zoo. Aussies yeah. too. Yeah. 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 Like they were just phenomenal in that sense and. A love hate. Um, the place I dread ever shooting again is Union Sound Hall. Oh, if somebody said yeah. it, I'd be like, yeah. um, "How about I just jump off a cliff? It's easier." <laughs> what What was the issue with shooting there? Lighting, lighting, lighting. It like, poles. Yeah, poles oh, too. Poles, but right, yeah, it yeah. was just. It was a. You started your camera at the worst possible scenario <laughs> and prayed to God that it was going to work. There was, <laughs> I remember there was one day I was working it with another photographer, and on top of having some of the worst lighting, they cut all the lights because the artist asked for that, and he had a backlit screen, and that oh. was it. <laughs> there was no conceivable way to, I think, between me and him, there were three photographs out of an hour wow. that we had that you could actually use that were usable. And when I say usable, I'm being super forgiving for <laughs> anything. That's crazy. <clears throat> Anyone in the audience have any further questions? Yeah, come on up again, for sure, yeah. Joy might hit you. <laughs> so, um, if there was a time when you were shooting a show and it went completely wrong, like, I don't know, used the wrong settings or there was oh, nothing, how did you handle that, that afterwards? Um, with nothing or like very little to work with. Oh, this one's bad. <laughs> no, this is where my camera got stolen. Yep. <laughs> at the Albert, and that was actually my first show shooting at the Garrick as as the official photographer. And uh, my all, it was a great show. It was Madball and Comeback Kid. Mm -hmm. uh, it was. That uh, was oh, a great who show. Who else was it? Wilhelm Scream, I think, was playing that one as well. And. And then everybody went and partied at the Albert afterwards. My camera got stolen, and I was like, I just put it out there on Facebook. I'm like, I don't care about my camera. I just want the photos. <laughs> I thankfully got got it everybody back, and it. I was very happy about that. And uh, those pictures are actually in the call response book as well. So I was like, nice. yes, the best photos I've taken. <laughs> and they're in a book. And I got them back from a stolen camera. Did you get the camera back too? Absolutely. Oh, got cool. everything yep. back. Cool, cool. I was very, very lucky. And everybody was very, very helpful. Does anybody I else have an answer to that question? I think there was, it was the Roots when they were playing the Daniel Concert Hall. Halfway through the show, my shutter died. Like oh. I, my, that's just your camera's dead. So the shutter failed on my camera. I had to sprint out of the venue, speed to my buddy's house to get a spare camera to use for the rest of the time, and go off of that. It was just I. It was equivalent to you, somebody walking up, smashing on the stage, and being like, "Well, now try to work." And mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, got it. Okay, figure a workaround," and that was it. Did they turn out all right afterwards? Like, did yeah, like everything on the card was fine. It was just that the camera was now inoperable until I sent in to get serviced. Cool. I had a camera die the first day of Folk Fest last year. I was so excited oh. to have two cameras and all of these lenses, and then one of my cameras cropped out, so just had to make do. And well, at least you had the I backup. Had. At least you had the yeah. second camera. I haven't had a total <coughs> fuck up yet. I've done. Knock on wood. I've, I've, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have forgotten memory cards, and I've showed up at the venue, and I'm getting all my stuff ready, 
and, and I feel like we've lent each other yeah. batteries and, and memory yep. cards before <laughs> I've, at certain I've, points. I've definitely had to phone my girlfriend and be like, so I'm an idiot and I forgot my memory cards at home and I don't have any in my bag. Can you please... And this was after running uh, Don's, which was closed, right to Shoppers. Was clo <laughs> yeah, I'm sucking up right now. Um, to Shoppers, it was closed. So that's it. Since then, I don't throw out memory cards, even if they're older. They all get thrown into the bag. Even if they're old, shitty memory cards, they're in there. So if I have to get 100 photos, I can get it. So that, that would be a huge tip that if, if you've ever done it, just mm -hmm. go on the internet, get some cheap, crappy memory cards, throw them into your bag, and leave them in there. As long as you don't lose a bag. What's that? As, long, bag, as, yeah. as long as you don't lose a bag. Yeah, yeah. watch, because you'll end up having like six bags and <laughs> switching them back and <laughs> forth. Sounds like you're an expert in that. Uh. Oh, I have so many bags. It's ridiculous. Do we have any other audience everything. questions? Too many bags. Anybody? Questions? Oh, yeah. Okay, come on up. Yeah, sure. Uh, I really like that this question thing is working out. I had no <laughs> idea anyone was going to actually... Uh, when it came to uh, more more technical questions, I guess, uh, do you keep your settings on more continuous shots or one single shot or anything like that? Unless it's like a crazy band, I go single shot. Like if it's something where there's too, way too much movement, I do go to continuous and I'll do like a burst of two to three shots. Okay. So I just sit there, go, and because we've all shot bands, like even July Talk you don't know what's happening. Sometimes it's just a quick burst and then just kind of read what's going on. Yeah, I'm, I shoot a lot. I way, I way overshoot <laughs> and I know, I yeah. know I do. Um, so I'm like continuous, I'm constantly burst going. Uh, uh, technically full, full manual, like I said before, certain venues I could send, and I could send Sam in with my camera, I could set it beforehand and it'll sort of be somewhat close whether he can get the shot or not we'll see um let's try it okay done <laughs> I, I will do that um but yeah it's it's kind of just full manual continuous and i just go for broke they do continuous because there's just like the subtle change in an expression can make or break the photo right, so, so getting like, like ten four of the same in a row is great that being said if anybody that does photography out there um Shooting, I shoot full manual as opposed to aperture. Starting out, I started aperture priority, and that's if you can make it work and you can do it, good for you. I can't because the lighting just changes so fast. You could have um, a crisp, nice shot, but then if the lighting dies and you shoot and it's super um, slow and your shutter speed slows way down and it's all fuzzy and gross, at least if it's one constant speed, you can maybe save it in post-production, maybe. Is that something you just kind of trial and error, figure it out, like over, over, just over time? Yeah, I think so. I think you just, you get to know your camera and you get, um, I mean, a lot of people have asked me what's better, like, because like me and Jen have both gone to the same school and I think we even had this conversation too. What, what's better, going to school or, a lot of the best photographers I know are self-taught. Right. And it's honestly, you just have to fuck up. Because once you fuck up, you're not going to fuck up again. Especially if you're getting paid to, and you fuck yeah, up. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because you're not going to get the job again. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Anybody else? Questions? Audience questions? Steve again. <laughs> 
seriously, when I we started organizing the show, I had no idea if anyone was going to ask questions. So Steve I'm, I'm very, very happy. Right. Right Steve could have been your co-host. He could have been my oh, co-host. All right, yeah. all right. Well, you're, you're being far too kind. This actually isn't a question. I just thought this was super. <laughs> I just wanted to. Go, he takes over. Yeah. He takes over. Yeah. It's on. I'm not taking just over. You got a chair. Just pull up. Sam, I'm not doing this. Sam, Sam is a legend here, obviously. So Team Steve Radio. Team Steve Radio. No, what I wanted to say is this is super cool, like all the pictures on the walls. And I thought that, like, if anything, Winnipeg should be more inclusive into supporting the photography end of it and having these kind of things. Like, I know I go to the Falafel place. I love that place. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. One of my favorite yeah. restaurants. One of the coolest things is looking at the pictures on the wall and actually having a chance to purchase those pictures. So this is more of a challenge to the actual venues in the scene, putting up pictures of the photographer's work on the walls is huge. And I think this is something that should go further. So to any of the uh, venues out there, like whether it be the Handsome Daughter, um, the Goodwill, anywhere, the Windsor, I think that this is really cool and we should support this and you should be able to purchase some of these awesome pictures. Definitely. Well, that's all I want to say. I think it just, I like it. stay here thank for a minute. Steve I want to, <laughs> thank you, Steve. Um, yeah, thanks to the Handsome Daughter for letting us do this too. I mean, it's super cool yes, that they let us so not much. only do the show here, but also let the photographers display their work uh, as well. And hopefully all of you who are in attendance will, if you haven't already done it, go check it out. There's some really cool stuff. But Steve, while you're up here, I mean, <laughs> as a musician who's probably been photographed by, by most of the people here, um, what what makes a good... Who's your favorite? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not I'm going kidding, there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Going there. It's Dwayne. Like we all know it's Dwayne. Yeah, yeah. On the left-hand side, <laughs> to be honest. Um, what makes a good photo... I mean, uh, oh, of your band, now. if you see a photo of your band someone's taken, what makes a good photo uh, uh, of your show? Energy. Being live, like, trying to get in their face, like, you know... So just seeing a band that looks like they want to be out there playing, like I think. And Stevo does that very well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just looking like the passion in the music, and that's something I see in all of your for, like all of your pictures. I've seen your your work as well, and I'm really stoked on everything you guys have done. So, anyhow, I I, I think that this is a huge part of the scene that is totally overlooked all the time. That's why I'm super happy that. Sam, you got this all together. Well, that's kind of the reason for doing this. So yeah, 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 exactly. I just think there should be more of this, and people should be going out and paying for this kind of work because it's very important. It's essential to our scene. So, anyway, we're we're making memories here. So, <laughs> well, that that maybe brings up a question for for all of you here too. Is like, I mean, is that something that you have done a lot of having your work on display? First of all, on display, and secondly, on display and for sale. Is that are there a lot of options in Winnipeg to make that possible? We've done a few shows together. Steve-O did yeah. one with us before, and we did one for a call response book as right, well. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I don't think we've got them up any at any other venues. They have not the like Flash Fest going on right yeah, now, though. Flash Festival is doing is really some nice. with music photographers, but it's not all music photographers. The other right. photographer out in the lobby has his photos up. I think it's for Flash Fest. We're not sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's. Yeah. <coughs> and then there are like there's the print swap, which does happen every month, where you get photographers together, and we all just bring in some prints. We swap. We go trade. But we also encourage people, who, if you didn't get something that day that you liked, talk to the artist. Purchase it. Support somebody right. who is doing local work, because it is important. We should be encouraging each other. Like I love most of what Dwayne's work is. I love what Joey's work is. I love what Jen does. I love what a lot of photographers in the city do. Get out there and actually encourage them to do it. Be like, yes, I want to tangibly support what it is you're doing. So if I, you know, any one of you, if I saw a photo online that I really liked, is it, would I just approach you and say, hey, can I, can I buy a print of this? I mean, is that kind of on-demand? Yeah. Print yeah, that for sure. 
pretty, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay with money. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any of us up here will say no to money. Right, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That some, uh, and I mean some of the stuff, if you shoot for the bigger venues, is contractually yeah. limited. Yeah. You put cash in my pocket, it never happened. <laughs> You're on record now. My, my, name, my, name's, my name's Travis yeah. Ross. That's what I just said. That's right, this is an audio medium. Right? Yeah, exactly, like, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. There's no video. Yeah, yeah. We hope. And that being said, I've, I've, I haven't sold a lot. Personally, I haven't sold a lot to, I mean, like local artists and guys like Clipwing um, and a, a handful of Noble Thieves, a bunch of other ones yeah. are really great about getting you out, paying you, whether it be, I, I like to do a lot of merch swapping. Because right. yep. I, I realize, like, local bands that don't tour, and even if they do tour, they don't have a huge budget. They don't have a lot of mm -hmm. extra cash. Give me a T-shirt. Give me a record. Give me something. Sure, use the photos. Because I've, I've, done, I've done stuff for the Noble Thieves where they've used uh, one of my shots for one of their T-shirts. Yeah. Give me great. a T-shirt. Yeah. I'm, I'm completely yeah. happy with that because I know you're not, you know, you're not making millions. So... I, I'm just happy that they're they're supporting me. A lot of the local bands are really really nice about always putting us on the list. Yeah, that too. Steve-O being one of them. But it's also like that helps a lot. <laughs> the artists that we're talking about, they've all approached us. We're like, hey, we need to get promotional work done, and in that sense, it is a beautiful trade-off for where they can sit there and afford to sit there and pay for something. They will. But other ways, it's like, you have art, I have art. Let's sit there and do some sort of interaction. Let's right. find a way to make it work. I can totally relate to that. Doing this show, you know, we've been doing it since 2012, and the amount of local CDs I have <laughs> since doing all these <laughs> interviews, it's great, right? Because, I mean, I, I, I'm helping a band promote what they're doing by, by yeah. recording a, an interview with them, and I get an album, and it works out pretty good. Yeah. I'd buy it anyways. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right? Yeah, this, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm only talking to people I want to talk to. Yeah. Place, right? so, so. Any, uh, any other audience questions? I think we're good. I think we're good for questions. So, okay, just to wrap things up then, um, let's maybe go down the, get down the table here and everyone can just kind of uh, give some information on how you can be found. Uh, you know, whether you have a website or social media or if someone hears you for the first time or is in the audience and, and is too afraid to talk to you afterwards or something, like how do they find you? How do they get in touch if they want to talk to you about literally anything? Um, I've got Facebook. I've got... Instagram, uh, I've got a website, so mine's jsenft photography, which is S-E-N-F-T, which is hard to pronounce and spell, uh, <laughs> no vowels, um, or still music Instagram as well, but otherwise just Facebook, Joey Semft is fine too. Cool. Uh, same kind of thing, my name's not Joey Semft. <laughs> um, uh, just, uh, I, I've got a music, I've got a couple things going, I've got a music blog that all these guys have been wonderful enough to contribute to it's called uh it's a music thing uh you can check that out on instagram it's it's a music yeah it's mm -hmm. a music thing mb uh, and then just dwaynelarson.com yeah that's what it is yeah. and same thing with instagram i can't remember you got something though <laughs> yeah you got you got a place to find yeah 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 just google Dwayne larson something will pop up <laughs> i'm jenny ramone photo on instagram jenny ramone photo.com jenny ramone on facebook all over the internet um, I actually did Google you like a month ago and I came up with like an Asian toilet ad, so please change that, Dwayne. Please change that. If, it, it is, because I gave up, up DwayneLarsonPhotography.com and it's just Dwayne Larson now. 
Fair Pretty enough. soon it'll just be Dwayne. I'm just going by one name. <laughs> um, but it is. It still is an Asian toilet thing. I don't know. Is it I, literally is an Asian? It's toilet? an Asian toilet. It's an Asian thing. toilet. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's really. really you're just I'm talking shit about him. <laughs> no, 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 this is actually what shows up. Travis likes to talk shit, but I really do. It's, but only to you, Dwayne. Only to you. Yeah, it, he sent me the link. I'm like, huh. I'm not gonna buy it, but that's cool. So you find the toilet, you're in the wrong spot. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, mine is Instagram's just Travis underscore Ross. I have a website that's been under construction for like a year. It's finally going to show up in the next couple of weeks. Thank <laughs> freaking God. It'll just be TravisRossPhotography.com. Cool. So maybe by the time this comes out, actually, to people to download, it'll be up. Oh, oh yeah. We also have, have Park Theater for your Instagram because yeah, you you're girl. pretty much yeah. doing that. And I have Garrick Center as well. It's okay. true. Okay. <coughs> wind up a lot on the Pipe and Hat Instagram for Pipe and Hat Records. So, yeah. Is that just because you're photographing their bands? or That and I am one of the people who just yeah takes care of it for them. So Okay, cool, cool. And if people want to hear more of this thing, I mean, they're not always live. We have done a few other shows of The Handsome Daughter. We do semi-regular shows at the Park Theater now as well, which are more music than, than talking. But uh, go to witchpolice.com. There's over 200 episodes there. They're all there for free download and streaming. Uh, Dwayne's been on. Maybe at some point we can get some of the rest of you on, you know, on an individual episode. And uh, it's mostly local musicians. Um, the whole point is just to kind of, you know, introduce people maybe to a band they haven't heard, or just find out something interesting that I want to know <laughs> as the interviewer uh, about some local bands that I really like. So there's been a lot of people on the show, and uh, I hope people check it out and, and keep listening. And it's great because Sam comes to your house and he's very gentle. I do, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, you don't have to go anywhere. I just show up with a recorder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This this weird guy shows up at your door yeah, and you yeah. let him in. I think I had a, like a really huge mustache too when I. I think you, I, yeah, <laughs> you totally had. One. Yeah, you did. And maybe you were wearing pants like just. Like I put pants on for Sam. It's good. I yes, appreciate wow. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, and then uh, I saw the mustache, and I thought, maybe I shouldn't put pants <laughs> on. <laughs> um, and if people are looking for something to do on uh, October 30th, we have a show at the Park Theater. Um, it's not a talking show. It's a music show. We do this thing called The Big Mix-Up uh, a few times a year, and the premise is we have about 12 to 15 local musicians, all different genres, all different instruments, and we throw their names in a hat and pull out random bands out of those names. And uh, basically... They get on stage and have to improvise songs based on whatever the audience yells. So if the crowd wants to hear a disco <laughs> song about pickles, those six people or so have to play a disco song about pickles. That's and awesome. uh, for the most part, it works. A lot of them are horrible and don't work, and I have a gong <laughs> to actually gong them off. But yeah, uh, we hope people come out to that. It's October 30th, Park Theater. And uh, the park yeah. keeps letting me do these for some reason. So like, <laughs> I would really like to see bigger crowds so we can continue doing them, because it's a lot of fun. And yeah, that's that's all I got for, uh, for you guys. So thanks to everyone for coming out in the crowd, first of all, us. and the, uh, the panel here. Hope this is at least enlightening to someone. Yeah. And big thanks to Handsome Daughter too for having us here because this is a it's a it's a perfect venue for someone like this and uh, very cool. Thank you. Thank you.